Welcome to another episode of Sex, Love, and Injectables. I am your host, Heather, and I'm crazy excited about tonight's episode because I don't have one guest. I have two guests. One of them is joining us by phone, so I'm going to give them a little bit of an intro, and I'm probably going to really suck at it because... <laughs> second intros but i have charisma here she's one of my really good friends that also injects here in the dfw area her husband is my medical director so i can't talk shit about anything that he (laughs) says or does right now because he's watching me right now and then the other guest is scott out of connecticut he is one of my very good friends that i connected with over social media he's one of the leading experts in thread lifts and that's what we're going to talk about today so before i get into that charisma just to give you guys a fair warning she lost her voice so we tried to give her some tequila because that's what sounded like a good idea and so i don't know it may work it may have not worked but anyways tell us a little bit about yourself charisma hey everybody yes i have no voice (laughs) i don't think the tequila's working just just put your mouth closer to the mic and then like just let it go just let it happen naturally Just let it happen naturally. It's just too much. Too much. It's a lot of pressure. It's her first podcast to you guys. Yeah, y'all be nice. (laughs) Um, So I'm Charisma and I've been injecting for about eight years now and I've been doing threads for over four years. I've been teaching them for the last three years. So I've been doing a couple different companies, gotten to know different techniques with them. So I'm excited to share my knowledge on that part. That was good. Let your voice rest for a second. Okay. It's rough. Got it. <laughs> I've been there. You guys were with me during COVID season. <laughs> this is not COVID. Okay. It's not COVID. God, we'd start World War Five in here. Okay. So that's Charisma. Scott, my best friend from Connecticut. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and why I decided to call you to join the podcast tonight. Hi, guys. My name is Scott Callahan. I'm a physician assistant from Connecticut. I own a place called Dolce Vita Med Spa. I've been a PA for uh, 21 years. I worked in plastic surgery pretty much most of my career. I work with many thread companies, but mostly with a company called Hans Biomed, um, where we do a procedure called MIT-PDO procedures. And um, I connected with Heather over social media really enjoyed watching her content and her work. I listened to her podcast, loved it. And so I'm really appreciative of you guys of having me on this podcast with you. Yeah, no, it's my pleasure. Honestly, I look up to you and everything that you're doing with threads and not just that, but he's not just a regular PA. He's a cool PA who invited me to one of his symposiums last November after it was safe to travel, safe-ish to travel And I got to connect with some other injectors that will be my friends forever. And it was a wild time. We like got down. I smoked cigars. (laughs) I mean, I didn't, but I did. Where's the proof? Yeah, there's no. Well, actually, Scott has some like send me some pictures for marketing purposes. And one of them is like me in my pajamas (laughs) holding a cigar and some whiskey. I'm like, wow represent very well threads hashtag (laughs) threads so yeah i work primarily with uh mint threads and i have fallen in love with them charisma you've been doing it for four years you've been pioneering it like different techniques is that fair i mean i always hate to say i've done it first kind of but yeah i feel like sure there's other people that do it but i have played with them a little bit more and figured out stuff that works what doesn't 
Yeah. So going back, the reason why we're talking about threads tonight is because it all goes into the aesthetic series, which, you know, we're we're showcasing right now. So just to summarize everything that we've talked about so far, we talked about my approach, which may not be Scott or Charisma's approach, but I take a four prong approach, meaning it's not sequential. It's not step one. You do this. Step two, you do this. It's there's four pieces to this. And if you want to optimize your aesthetic treatment, you want to take advantage of all four parts. So number one was Botox. We talked about that. It's my favorite drug over anything else. You crack all of it. It's the best <laughs> drug in the world. Number two is filler for volume restoration. If you recalled, you know, that's probably the, the biggest treatment that people are scared of because they fear that they're not going to look like themselves. They're going to look unnatural, overfilled. And so we use filler just for volume restoration because that's something that happens. Mother nature is an asshole. There's no way around it. You're going to lose volume. So the only way to fix it is to put volume in that's filler in a nutshell number three where we're at today tonight whatever it is when you're listening <laughs> is skin tightening so you know where a lot of people's downfalls are is they try to use filler to tighten their face and when you do that over and over again you get this really unnatural looking pillow face if you guys are on is it snapchat <laughs> no is that it's on instagram if you're on instagram right now Gotta there's the, the pillow face filter <laughs> it's awful but hilarious at the same time but just know that that is not our goal for you our goal is for you to feel comfortable in your skin on the inside and the outside at the age that you are because you can't go back so i've told this before to everybody, but I'll never tell a client that I'm going to make you look younger or I'm going yep. to shave years <laughs> off of you because that's not possible. So, you know, rabbit hole, sorry. But one of the things that we need to do if you're interested in aging gracefully, which most of us are, is to do partake in skin tightening treatments. And part of that is to cause collagen regeneration to tighten the skin or on the surgical side, you can get a facelift, but we're trying, unless you're me and you turn 30, you don't typically talk oh, to a plastic surgeon to be like, Hey, can I, can I get like a facelift to prevent me from having to get like, I don't want to look like the before picture. So can I, can you just nip it a little bit? And they're like, get the fuck out and enjoy your tight skin that you have right now. But if you're not me, typically you want to try to push off the need for a surgical approach for as long as possible. So we're going to talk about the non-surgical approaches that you can take for skin tightening specifically with threads because we all do them and we want you to see us to get them. Am I right or am I wrong? Totally right. You were right. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. Okay, so Scott, let's start with you. So how long have you, have you been doing threads? You've talked about mint. You and I are on the same page with that. How long have you been doing them? What do you love about them? Sure. So when I started, um, I worked in plastic surgery. There was a thing called the lifestyle lift or the contour thread lift. And this was like a more invasive procedure using silicone tubes and pulling the skin up. They had lots of complications from that procedure. So then um, about 10 years ago, there was a lot of PDO threads that came on the market. And over the last, let's say, I would say 10 to 7 years, you had companies like Nova Thread, uh, Euro Thread, PDO Max, you know, coming out with PDO sutures. And the problem with a lot of these sutures is that they're cutting threads, meaning they're, they have to make cuts into the thread. And when the, with you do that, you take a little bit of the integrity of the thread away. And so ultimately, I just felt that the threads were breaking for me. I was looking for something stronger 
And um, about seven years ago, I started the MIT PDO uh, procedure on the East Coast. I had three plastic surgeons flying from South Korea. They gave me a training um, on six patients. And the lift that I got from that thread was so much stronger than the previous threads that I had been utilizing. That's when I fell in love with the procedure because I was getting real results. Gotcha. So for our listeners, you keep saying PDO. What does PDO mean? So PDO essentially in this situation means it's made of sugar. So it's a resorbable material similar to like vicryl sutures that we use in the United States that simply resorbs or goes away over time. It also builds a lot of collagen naturally around the suture, which is what gives patients longer duration and better outcome results. Gotcha. So I asked listeners to provide a little bit of, not feedback, sorry, but to give us questions to discuss for threads and one of the, and, and I'm interested in knowing this too, because whenever threads first came on the market, one of the biggest pushbacks I got from physicians is the scar tissue that it may or may not form with my own research. What I think is right is that they can cause scar tissue, but the only implication to that is that the physician performing a facelift in the future would just have to cut through that scar tissue. Am I wrong or right on that? I mean, histologically, there's um, collagen uh, production and fibrosis around the suture, and that might be uh, essentially sticky material that if later you did a full uh, facelift or a transplant, or let's say even if you were going back into the cannula for filler, you may find some stickiness or uh, tougher tissue to go through. But I, as far as scar tissue, I would say it's probably not scar tissue as it's more collagen. Just like if you put sculpture or filler in, it would be the same thing. You would have a stickiness going back into it. Gotcha. Yeah, that was, I mean, we're going to ask more questions later, but that was one of the ones that kept coming up. So I felt like it was appropriate to just go ahead and knock that out of the way. Charisma with you. So you've done Euro, Nova. Yep. <clears throat> There's another one that starts with an S. Silhouette. Silhouette. Yep. Have you done the PDO Max? I haven't yet. Um, <clears throat> so sorry, guys. <laughs> it's fine. We're so, gonna do a voiceover with Paul later. Yeah, we're gonna be like <laughs> translator. Um, so uh, kind of going off of him, <clears throat> and I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I'll take over. What she's trying to say is. <laughs> She loves threads. She uses several varieties and it just depends on which rep is nicer to her at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I did not say that. No, but I will say something kind of go along his lines. Um, I actually, so the place I used to work for trained us in Novus. That was the only choice we had. I did have a, like a moment with Euro that we tried. I was not a fan. I will tell you, I don't know what they did. I don't know how long ago I have been training with the co-owner of Euro threads. And again, I haven't tried mints, but they have these ones 60 and now they're going up to 8D and they're pretty hardcore. Like, yeah. I felt, and I even told them, I didn't know that's who I was talking to originally when they kind of reached out to me. I was like, well, unfortunately, like I use Nova threads. I wasn't a fan of the Euro threads, Um, you know, and she kind of was asking me like, what was your problem with them? And I said, you know, they really didn't hold, they broke easily, but um, they actually came in and um, did like a good uh, training with me. 
I'm just, <laughs> I'm distracting I'm her. I'm scared sorry. of the mic, okay? Don't be scared of the mic. It's too round and big, okay? Vitamin M. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. It's just too big. I'm sorry. Too so big. inappropriate. Well, it sounds like that you should connect with Scott and I would love I'm all about trying new things, so for sure. So, okay, let's go through some common questions that I can think of off the top of my head and then we can actually go through the actual questions because I really do think this is useful so Scott I'll let you lead since you have a voice <laughs> not fair I know not it's rude. it's rude. I got some advantages tonight you do yeah, you, have, like, you have game point advantage tonight that's right. I'm trying we thought, over we, here. we thought we were gonna have three guests we actually have two but then later on we're just gonna do Paul as a voiceover so it's gonna be like I'm charisma <laughs> la 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 yes okay so who who's a good candidate for a facial thread lift so um, the, the number one candidate you're going to see in your office is going to be a woman who's going to be in her maybe late 40s, um, you know, early, mid 50s, who is not ready for a facelift, is not ready for surgery, and is looking for a good uh, lift in her jowls and good lift in her jawline and a good lift in her laugh lines. That woman or man could have an incredible outcome from the mid lift um, and push surgery out for several years. That's your number one patient. The top second patient is uh, actually Asian patients who have round faces like Koreans um, or Chinese uh, patients. They really like sculpting in their face. That's hot. That's a really popular um, treatment in Korea. Of course, this, this whole procedure is from Korea. And so we do quite a bit of those procedures. And we have a huge Asian population because of that. I'm distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be brutally honest because, Scott, I know you can see us. Yes. I can't see Scott right now. And Who gave me the tequila? <laughs> all I did was tell you to put it towards your mouth. I didn't tell you to make obscene things over there. But anyways, <laughs> please keep doing it because it is sex, love, and injectables. Same. And we have we have been dry on the sex talk. So, Which, you know, honestly, after getting threads, there's no foreplay. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you can't have any exaggerated movements. Yeah. Very There's stiff. So many jokes that I can think of right now that I really don't think I should say, okay. but I probably will anyways. Um, Scott, I heard you. I, I appreciate that. So to summarize, the number one patients over 40, um, the second is going to be your Asian descent patients that are desiring more angular face that, you know, don't like the roundness to their face, which I agree. You can, especially with, if you combine your threads with your filler, you can get some incredible results. So... What about, because this is me, this is where I fall into at the youthful age of 35 that I am. Um, um, I'll be 40 in like a month. So congrats. 40 is amazing. 40 is the new 20. 40 is the new 20. Um, 40 is the new 20. Just keep saying it. Okay. 40 So at 35, you know, I have clients that are over 30 that are like, do I need these threads? My response is you don't need the threads, but because it produces collagen, it's a great preventative. Do you agree? Absolutely. I feel like, um, you know, the approach five years ago or even 10 years ago was every patient that was in their early 30s or late 20s, they were coming because they saw something on social media. We were just putting filler in their jaw lines and in their cheeks. And the threads are much more natural looking. You know, they lift the tissue, but they don't overfill the face. And that's really important because 
all these women were looking crazy. They were looking so overfilled. Mm -hmm. And so ultimately, I think that this is a much more natural uh, look. And then you can complement it with some of the fillers and the toxins and the other you know, choices. But there's nothing that can like tighten a jawline better than a thread. That's it just un, it just it just changes the entire aesthetic game. Okay. So would you agree that the optimal way to do this? Because I did say not sequential, but ideally, would you agree that threads first and then filler? Um, yes, or or at the same time, because yeah, you know, the, the, sometimes why I do it together is because the filler creates the numbing in the patient before the thread is just placed, you know, because the threads can be somewhat uncomfortable if you don't really numb the area well. But if you're putting filler in, then it makes an, a very, very comfortable procedure. So I have to take advantage of this moment because I go down the rabbit hole sometimes and I blame it on ADD, but we can, <laughs> we can just use that. And next week I have uh, Dr. Rahani, one of the plas best oh, plastic surgeons in DFW coming on. And so I'm definitely going to pick his brain on this as well, but a big misconception in our arena. Cause I say that, you know, ideally do you want to do this or at the same time, a lot of people think that because it's non-surgical, it's going to be less expensive than surgical. And so I really want to address this cause I feel like it's a good opportunity to use this platform just because it's non-surgical does not mean that it's cheaper. What makes it more desirable is that you don't have to be put under the recovery is a lot less and we're trying to i mean it's it is a band-aid we're trying to put off surgical approaches for as long as possible because we're trying to do it in the least aggressive manner but this stuff is not it's not cheap for us either no and it's our time too yeah you pay for the skill not the mill just saying. i have to figure out how to do that for threads you pay for the <laughs> you pay for the thing not the string Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I like Something, that. I don't know <laughs> if I were to identify as a thing. But anyway, I just, I wanted to put that out there because I do get that a lot where I give the price of everything I want to do and they're like, oof, well, I don't I know. $200. Yeah. What can you do 200 And I'm well. like, here's some sunscreen. Right. And some retinol. Good luck. If they compare, if they compare the surgical cost to the thread. You know, it's never really A versus B that you, you have to, even if you have facelift or neck lift, you still require to have injections, and, right. you know, Botox. So it's it's an aging process for fighting constantly. But if you stay ahead of it and you do preventative things early by doing toxin early, by doing the threads early, you can definitely make sure the limit, the, the amount of filler and the amount of threads you have to do later on in your life. And again, that's another important thing is that Absolutely. sometimes patients come to us too late. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to have that come to Jesus talk where you're like, I don't have holy water to throw on your face. This is, <laughs> this exactly is exactly what I say. I'm, like, I'm <laughs> like, I'm not Jesus, <laughs> which is ironic. Cause we just, you know, he is risen. We're after Easter. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, there's those expectations that people have and they need to be realistic. So I, I appreciate people doing things before they need them because that helps me along the way. And that wise old, wise old tale. That's such a, oh, God, you're old. I, the wise old tale. <laughs> back in my day. Back in my day. Back in my day. God. We used to sew our We used off. to walk up the mountain in the rain and the snow at the, at the same time. <laughs> Barefoot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I, I don't like when people look at me and they're like, you don't need to do this. Oh, and I'm like, that. that's because 
I do this. Exactly. So it's always easier to prevent things from happening versus waiting until your lines are set in. You are gone because your volume is out of control, gone. And, you know, amongst other. And if you're somebody that's like, no, I want to age like that. That's fine. This is not the podcast for you. <laughs> but if you're somebody that wants to age gracefully, then these the, these are the things that we can advise you on doing so that you can age in the most graceful manner possible. Agree. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Stop smoking. Sorry. <laughs> you went to Scott Symposium, didn't you? <laughs> Back in there. my day. I used to smoke Back two in my packs day. a day. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yes. <laughs> Preaching. Okay. So back, back to threads. So what are some of the complications that we need to be the most aware of as both practitioners and clients when getting this treatment? I'll start with you, Scott, since charisma doesn't have a voice. Oh, that's sure, not fair. Sure. I'm I sorry. Mean, <laughs> over the years, you know, for seven years, the, the worst complications I've seen are um, maybe some um, you know bruise, bruising at the site, some swelling. Um, sometimes the threads can come to the surface if they're not put in correctly. Um, these are the most common things. But what's nice about a thread is that once it's placed, if the thread's not in the position you want it to be in, if there's a fold or involution, you can take a cannula and subsize that tissue and release that thread. Um, the threads within weeks are actually, they could go from a purple color to a clear color. And so they're almost impossible to find a couple of weeks afterwards. Um, oh, so sometimes in other complications are yep. put too close <clears throat> to the surface, but because they turn to clear, uh, it's real. You won't see them in transparent skin. So those are the biggest complications I've seen over the years. Charisma, have you seen any complications from? Um, so um, talk. Yeah, I usually tell people, you know, it's a cardiac suture. In the end, it's no. There's no allergic uh, reaction to it. Usually, if anything, I see bruising sometimes dimpling but again you can correct that on the actual treatment day you shouldn't have anything after that so what charisma said if you can't understand her <laughs> is that she sometimes sees bruising and dimpling <laughs> so you can correct it uh, but yeah no so i've i've been doing threads probably the least amount of time and it has blown up i if you follow um, yeah yeah if you follow my instagram <laughs> at injector underscore heather if you don't please do i post a lot of threads and i just I, like i do the basic things for for me you gave me your whatever <laughs> it you gave it to yes. me yes <laughs> you gave me the tickle thank you um so you know for for most of my clientele i start in the mid face kind of like i would with filler cuz i feel like you get a overall noticeable difference in every area of the face by doing that and then i'll move down to the jawline i don't really do too much beyond that <clears throat> jesus charisma <laughs> what is this is this this is the new STD? Good luck. Do, do I need to take over the show, Heather? <laughs> We're all yes. screwed. It's the tequila. It was the right, tequila. This is, now, this is now the Scott Callahan show. Thank you. We're just the guests. We're just guesting on Scott Callahan. We're not even a guest. Right. It's just called sex and injectables, though. That's cool <laughs> perfect. Um, okay, so where was I going? Oh, okay. So I do very common areas of the face for threads. I haven't ventured out too much, not out of fear, but because I'm one of those practitioners that really wants to make sure I geek out on stuff before I just put it on my clients and make sure that I know everything about it. Scott, you've been doing this a lot longer than me. 
you have been introducing some procedures that I didn't even know existed on a non-surgical platform. Um, and we like the breast, the boob area, boob, the boob, what was that? The, the breast, the breasticles, the breasticles. The I was breasticles. really trying to uh, struggling to find that word, <laughs> but breast lift, you can do butt augmentation with it. You can do or a butt lift. And then also you started introducing exosomes in your threads. So, I'm going to give you the stage. It is the Scott Callahan show. Cause like <laughs> I am praising you right now. I want to learn all about it, but tell us about this new exciting thing that you're doing all of it, just sure. everything. Sure. So, you know, as uh, the years progressed, we said, what, what else can we do with these threads? We started venturing off into other areas, including the breasts, the belly, the knees, the thighs, the butt, any area of elasticity, any area of a loose skin is potentially a candidate place for the threads. So as we started doing those and we started coming up with these names, which are, you know, just names we make up, we call it the corset lift. That's the one for the breast or the easy knee lift, which is the knees, um, that type of thing. But ultimately, um, as we started venturing into that, we said, God, these, these procedures are amazing. Like we're getting these awesome outcomes. The problem sometimes is that when you do breasts or butts or knees, sometimes it could be like really sore afterwards for several days or they can have an issue of healing or sometimes, you know, just to go through the procedure can be invasive, which, which is why we have to do a lot of numbing. So what we did, did is we worked with a company called Benev out of California. They have this product called Exosomes, and we do what's called frosting the tip, which is where you essentially dip the suture into exosomes. The exosomes derive from stem cells. They have incredible growth factors. Um, they have amino acids, uh, peptides, all kinds of good stuff. And what happens is when the threads place into the patient and you pull back, that, that exosome is healing that tissue in a very exponential way. After you're done, the patients get better outcomes, they get more collagen production. And then you can also use those exosomes topically on the face or the neck or the given area to really help to uh, their tissue look really great. Oh, well, I know you gave me your man cold. <laughs> I'm going to go home and suffer now. Okay, so as soon as you said regenerative and stem cell like how many women listening to the podcast is like but can i put it in my face then so you uh, use it <laughs> that sounded really dirty just saying can, can you put it in my face well, well maybe in put it on my face can. just put it on my face okay so exosomes have that regenerative quality so can you use it topically post microneedling is it going to help with anti-aging or is this strictly for healing purposes? No, you can use it in anti-aging properties. It's amazing. Combine it with microneedling, combine it with laser treatments. You can use it topically in the hair for hair regrowth. Okay. Uh, it, Put it on my I face. Mean, this is the, this is <laughs> the last frontier. It. This is like, like, just think about exosomes are 40 times stronger than PRP and PRF. And so I've abandoned all of my PRP, PRF procedures that I've been doing since 2011, and I'm getting like 10 times better results with the exosomes. So we don't even do PRP anymore. We don't even have to anymore. My inner I was about to ask that. is throbbing right now. I'm just, I'm I sorry. feel like we should, <laughs> I didn't, you did I'm not get changes. That was Scott. <laughs> um, no. So this is exciting because Scott has been. I mean, I consider you mentor, Scott. So with you teaching us about exosomes and peptides, whenever I went up there in last November, I'm just saying 
charisma too. I'm pretty going to jump on board. <clears throat> We're going to be the first like DFW practitioners that are going to offer this. I swear to you, like I'm, I'm all for I'm kinda it. I'm kind of excited because I do a lot with Dr. Reynolds yeah. and his nurse. I work for them. So this I is kind of cool to see another procedure. So, yeah, um, and, I, and, and I went to a training with Dr. Reynolds in 2011. It's like one of his first students. And I've been a big fan of him. He's a you know a pioneer, no doubt. Oh, yeah. I call but, him um, the PRP godfather. Reynolds, when you ask him about exosomes, he's more excited about exosomes nowadays as well. I mean, exosomes are going to be the frontier. The question is, is how awesome. can you utilize them? What's safe? What's not? What are real results? And, you know, we're starting to f- figure that all out this, this year. Um, but Benev, this company from California, definitely check them out. We're going to have them at our symposium this coming week. And um, we're really excited to show the attendees, uh, you know, exosomes up front. So we were not uh, invited to the symposium this week. I was like, do you do the symposiums here or are they in Connecticut? <laughs> yeah. You're no, you have to wait. Symposium. You, you have an invite forever. Oh, well, I just need to know ahead uh, can, of time. Can we do like plus one? Buddies? <laughs> Is there a buddy system? Of course. Of course. I'll give her Asking a chance to get her voice back. I'll, I'll, I promise I'll sound better. I swear to God, Wait, you I will think lose I'm it. it back. You will lose it again. You're taking it. I'm, I'm taking all of your cred. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And that's Thanks how for inviting herpes, me. That's how herpes gets spread too. That's another episode. I know. I think herpes or no coronavirus is the new herpes right now. Oh, gross! It's the gift that keeps on giving. Right. I mean that in the most respectful, sensitive way possible for everybody listening. I'm just trying to make a joke. Don't get offended. Amen. Okay. So with threads during the procedure, I tell all my clients, well, not during, but I tell all my clients that are considering treatments not to watch the videos Um, Yes, because I feel like it's similar to when you desire liposuction, but then you go to the videos and you see that it's aggressive. Wait, 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 wait a damn minute. So I tell people, don't look at the videos, pay attention. If you do look at them, pay attention to the client, how they're not flinching at all. But (laughs) let's just talk about, I'm going to be very transparent here. I'm very vulnerable right now. Okay. I'm very vulnerable. But the first time I got threads was with charisma. Uh And (laughs) yeah, she scared me a little bit. Oh my God. I, I can inject. Well, I don't, I don't advise this. Okay. I don't, what do you do? I don't. Condone it. Condone it. Yeah. English is hard today, but it's because you're with me. It is. Yeah. No, seriously. Like the longer I'm with him, the more I'm like, so I can basically inject myself with everything in my face. And again, I don't condone the self-injecting thing. Like I, I go to charisma for all my injections typically, unless it's like Botox. But when it comes to me being injected, I am the biggest baby on the planet. I am right there with you. Like I just, I'm the worst patient. I'm like, I'm going down. I'm basal vagaling. Somebody send help. Just give me some peanut butter and some orange juice. But I do. I go down like, like a Titanic. So my first experience with charisma, she, I think you did a facial block on me, mm-hmm. which you're better than me. Like I can't even, I don't even do that to my clients, but not do it, but I don't offer that <laughs> level you're like, of comfort. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. I'm like, we're going to do this. It's real quick. And then you can keep your smile all day. <laughs> Because whenever you get a facial block, you're done. You can't, you look like a stroke victim. And when you're, I'm not single anymore, but when I was, I didn't have time to look like I was suffering from a stroke during that moment. (laughs) Like it was just not a good look for me. And it really, you know, 
there's limited options of dating pool when you're 35. You don't want kids and you're looking for somebody that is responsible, respectful, driven and motivated. And like my list is long. Okay. Like we don't have to get into all the things that I was looking for. I found it. It's fine. I was going to say, I think you found it. I found it. It's fine. But (laughs) back then I didn't want to add like, be okay with me looking like I suffered a stroke for 12 hours. (laughs) So when I saw charisma, she gave me the stroke face, but I also passed out. So there's that. (laughs) I'm not. I mean, I am ashamed to admit it. That's another episode again. Yeah. So, Scott, how would you describe the level of pain that is involved with your thread placement? Sure. So, I mean, when you came to the symposium in November, Heather, Mm -hmm. I mean, you did the procedure. You had the procedure done by Yvonne Delos live while you were on live Instagram. And you were completely fine, like, you know, completely no problems and laughing and smiling. We have the whole thing on live video. I mean, I feel like most of my patients do really, really well with some numbing and some good placement and maybe fillers before that. So it's right. just a matter, honestly, of, of you know, uh, dealing with the patient. Now, we also give Pronox and other, you know, things like that to make it better. But I would say most patients do really well. Back, back to what you said before, if they watch the videos, they're going to be scared. I mean, those, yeah. those videos look scary and they they're look aggressive. different than how the procedure feels, which you know, because you've been on the other side of it. Yes. Which I feel like that's my justification for anything that I do is that I need to know what it feels like so that I can then describe it to my patients. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm taking it back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can't even do can it. Can you take it back, please? Yeah. She said it for those that need translation for charisma. She said exactly. <laughs> nice. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's 2021. You should. I don't It'd know it that well, but. It'd be the same. But yeah, no, I I think that part of the reason why I was so nervous with charisma is because it was the fear of the unknown. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't eat breakfast. It probably didn't help uh, that that I drank the night before. (laughs) I was dehydrated, hungry, low blood sugar. It was, it was a, it was an equation for passing out. My first experience was the same. I felt like it was a little different, a little overwhelming. Yeah. But I'm now about to do my fourth set. So I'm like, I got right? this. I know this. If I, well, I need to get my, I want to get my jawline done again. It'll be my fourth, fourth time to do it. So I feel like I'm a veteran now in the thread getting seat and, and I advocate for them. So that's what I tell patients. Like, I'm not going to offer you anything that I personally would not do or wouldn't recommend to somebody that is near and dear to my life that is over the age of 50. I can't say my mother. Sorry. I've been wanting to do my mom so bad and she won't do it. She's so nervous. Bless her heart. I even told her I'd do the Pronox. I love the Pronox, by the way. I was going to say, you guys both do Pronox. I haven't jumped into that seat yet. It really helps. We do it for our lipo. And I mean, they go to La La Land. It's great. I want to go to La La Land. I know, right? Um, We've only had that before. I know, right? So... Talked about pain. We talked about complications. Let's talk about frequency. How often are you recommending your patients to come back to get more threads? I know that that's variable, but just on average, I'll start. Sure. Yeah, you first. Mike, who's going first? <laughs> my what I tell my patients is that um, what I see is that they, it's usually about a year duration uh, in terms of the nose, the brows, the face, the neck. When areas of like a lot of motion, like say a knee or a breast or butt, I find that it's a duration more like six or seven or eight months. 
Um, so it, it's variable. Like, like, let's say, for example, if you don't, um, if you put the thread down to the nasal labial line, merit line, and they have a lot of expression, you can burn through a thread quickly in that area as well with expression. So yeah. it really depends on the patient. But ultimately, I would say 12 months, typically a little less in the in the right patient. Perfect. I agree. Okay. Great. I won't make you talk more. Thanks. She agreed. agrees. She agrees. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. So everybody was asking about pricing. Pricing is always a very difficult question to answer. And it's not because we're trying to scam you. It's not because we want to get you in the door and take your money. It's quite the opposite. I'm one of those practitioners that I don't even list pricing on my website because I feel like my approach is so customized that if I gave you a range, you might be offended by what it actually is, whether that's too low or too high. So just for myself to address this, I will say my threads, I've streamlined it. I don't know if this is the right way or whatever, but I've streamlined it by breaking up the face into three sections, upper face, mid face, lower face, neck, and obviously the more specialized areas that I will partake in later are all going to be priced differently. Um, and, and again, it's just really based on your presentation. So I don't know how you guys want to address that because I know that that's a really sticky question in our industry, but you guys can take the floor. I'll let Scott go first. So Chris, can rest your voice more. So, uh, I, I really like the way you do it, Heather, how you price it. And I like how you divide the face that way. The, the problem is there's so much variability in pricing across the country. Like I see people, you know, the, some of the people that I've trained that are in New York that are top plastic surgeons will charge, you know, 35 to $4,500 for something that I'm doing in my office for $1,500 or 2000 in Connecticut. Right. And the thing about it is that we're kind of doing the same stuff or similar stuff, but ultimately uh, I think people are going to get the money where they can get it. You know, it's a new procedure. It's novel. No one really knows too much about it. And so you can kind of dictate your price. And so I just try to be fair with my patients about the pricing because I want them not only to enjoy it and love it, but to come back and do other areas. I think that's the most important part for all credible, ethical, aesthetic providers is that it's not about that one-time result. It's about you coming back because you trust us and maintaining your care with us for as long as you desire to use aesthetic treatments, which is forever. In my head, I'm like, we're friends forever. <laughs> right. Do you have anything to add? <clears throat> um, so... Just kind of adding to it, I've done it where it's by the area. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like sometimes people took advantage of me. And the next thing I was like paying them for threads. Right. Because my cost and like what they were paying was just not averaging. So I started doing it by the thread. And honestly, it's still kind of, I mean, they're paying about 25 to 3000 for a face area. That makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, I like it. All right. I'm going to let you guys take the floor on for just a couple minutes and just talk about new and exciting things. I know charisma's voice can't do the two minute thing. So <laughs> wait, I got this. I can do got, it. <laughs> you got it. But just take the floor. Um, you know, we've, we've got several different demo, demo, the demographic, the demographic of the listeners is very wide. So if you guys have anything that you want to put out into this little platform, take the show for a second and then we'll wrap it up. So Scott, you got the, you got the stage. Well, first of all, again, thank you for having me. Um, I think the most important thing to talk about is that now that I've been doing threads for seven years, and now that there's multiple companies that are out there, 
And I'm a, listen, I'm a fan of any of the companies. It's not like I'm biased specifically to Hans Biomed. If you're, you know, have a great company, you have a great product, I'm going to use that product because essentially, you know, the patient's result is really what I care about more. But what I like to see is I like to see the thread companies start working together. I like to see conferences where all the companies do like say threading uh, conferences where you can really have objective differences between the products. I want to know, you know, what the strength and integrity of the threads are, which breaks, which doesn't, which cannulas are thinner versus thicker. I want to know how I can use them. And I want the experts of the threading out there, guys like Kian Karam, uh, Karimi, uh, you know, Neil Rajani, um, TJ Sai, Gideon Kwok, Lori Robertson. I want like the top threading people there to speak about their experiences. And I feel like if we had a conference like that, we would definitely um, evolve faster because the reason why I do the symposiums that I do and the reason why you know I had Heather and some of the top injectors in the country to my symposium is it's only working together that we're going to get better. Like she was saying that she's gotten better because of her vector patterns, right? Doing reverse vectors and straight vectors. Well, she did that because she started working with some good people and learning those techniques. Well, some people don't even know that. They don't even share that data. So only when we help each other and we're not so competitive with each other, can we really get better at this? And so I hope that it's more of an open forum than some of the fillers. Uh, Somebody have a lighter that I can, right? That was the, honestly, no, no, I completely agree. I think that we have gone to this ugly area where people are threatened by other professionals in our industry. And I am all for collab and charisma. And I have talked about this several times. I'm all for collaboration over competition, because if we can make really good practitioners, our industry as a whole is going to gain so much more credibility from all the other medical experts out there. And, and we deserve that because it, I, Oh, sorry. <laughs> moment. I know where this I, is going. Maybe. And the, and the patients <laughs> maybe. deserve it too. The patients deserve it too. But I mean, I, there's so many prospects out there that are, that come to me and I'm sure they come to you guys too, that want to know how they can get into the industry. And my first response is, why do you want to get into the industry? And if I get somebody that's like, it looks fun. Ugh gag me. Like I, I, it's not, it's not that it's not, I enjoy my, my job wholeheartedly. I'm very passionate about it. I'm definitely where God put me. This is a gift that I, I would want to share with everybody, but it's, you don't get into it because it sounds fun because sounding fun makes it sound easy and easy. This is the least easy position of nurse practitioner, just medicine that I've ever encountered because you're having to mold mostly women's faces. Can you imagine if you fuck up a woman's face, how the like implications of that, it's not easy at all. So anyways, that was my tangent. The second question is typically, do you have an artistic eye? Because I do think that that is something that's helpful, but yeah, no, just think about that. If you're, if you're in critical care and your patients are tubed all day, that's not an easy job either. The easiest part of that is that you don't have to communicate with the person, but you still should because they can still hear you. But for our job, it's most definitely one of the most complicated, challenging, exciting careers that I've ever been a part of. So that was my tangent. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Hashtag Karen. I I agree. (laughs) Karen. The Karen of aesthetics right here, guys. I agree. I'm here for it. I agree. 
So, yeah. Um, do you have anything to add? Do you have anything you want to put out there? Just um, <clears throat> let me clear my throat again. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> so um, I totally agree in everything. Um, I think we all need to work together on all this. This is why I teach. I, I'm a big basic teaching them in, you know. Yeah, you're good. You're good at teaching. And I tell them day one, this is not your only class. You have to have the eye for it. You have to have the strength for it. You need to like motivate yourself to do it. Um, as for threads, I feel the same about that too. I use different companies for a reason because I feel like mixing them sometimes gives you the better result for a patient. That's fair. Some work better on different anatomy compared to this person and that person. So maybe one day I get to try mint again. <laughs> I think you should. And yeah, no, what... I'm a buddy system. You up. We're going to go. We're going to go up to Scott so we can meet. Um, Scott, give your IG account so that people can follow you. And the same with Sure. Person. So it's um, Dolce Vita Med Spa. My Instagram uh, hashtag is Dolce Vita Medical Spa. V-I-D-A Medical Spa. You guys have to follow him. I'm not kidding. And then Charisma, <laughs> you go ahead. Mine is um, MVS by Charisma um, underscore injector. That is <laughs> at envious by Charisma underscore injector. injector. If you didn't, if you didn't get that. Okay. Mine is <laughs> at injector underscore Heather. And I hope this was beneficial to clients as well as injectors. I know this is different from previous episodes of sex, love and injectables where I was just like man hating and talking about life and love, which we will get into that. Like life happens and we're going to talk about <laughs> mental health and all that, but this is a nice break to talk about aesthetic stuff. And if you're my client, don't be surprised if I'm like, also listen to episode number three on threads because you'll learn all about it. And you're not just learning from me. You're learning from top leading experts in the field. Scott has been doing this forever. He's used multiple brands. He's doing it all over the body. Charisma has been doing it for four years. She teaches it. I have been doing it the least amount of time, but I feel very confident because of the people that have helped me get to the place where I'm at today, which is partly charisma and Scott. So I hope that this was beneficial and, and just enjoyable to listen to next week. Again, we're going to be talking to Dr. Rahani, AKA, AKA Dr. Rahati. Charisma yeah. knows what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. Yep. He is uh, one of them. Like he's one of the hottest plastic surgeons, but just his technique is really good. He's a facial plastic surgeon primarily, and he's going to talk to us about non-surgical versus surgical. And whenever it's time to just wave the white flag and go <laughs> surgical because that happens for us as well. We have to have that conversation. So um, make sure you guys follow everybody and I will, oh, before I end the show, make sure you go on Spotify and iTunes and follow, subscribe and review, please. And thank you. And I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Thanks, Heather. Bye. Thank Thanks. You. Thank Thanks. You so much. <laughs>